Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. It's Room 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. Um, now we're talking about maybe your... I don't even want to call it a celebrity obsession or a cultural obsession, but if you were ever, if you ever idolized a musician or even a footballer or a celebrity at any point in your life, would you ever go to, I suppose, that next step and that next level and go under the knife to try and change how you look to try and emulate your celebrity idols, your celebrity heroes? Would you spend tens of thousands, over hundreds of thousands, on trying to get that look? Well, joining us on the line now is a guy from London, and he has spent a staggering amount of money over the last number of years trying to emulate and look like a Korean boy band idol of his, and to talk us through a little bit more about why he's done it and how his life has changed since he has gone down this road and started this journey. Ollie London, sir, how are you? Hi, I'm doing very well, thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. No worries at all. Thanks a million for coming on, by the way. And this kind of, when I read it, reminded me of when I was 16 and I really desperately wanted to look like Britney Spears, so much so that I went down to a beautician's and I said, I want to dye my my eyebrows white and they were like what I wanted kind of blonde eyebrows because in her toxic video her eyebrows were kind of like a little great bit video. fair yeah great video fair <laughs> I was dark hair dark eyebrows so I had dyed my hair blonde and now I wanted the same eyebrows the girl was like you're crazy you can't do this it's gonna look really weird so she wouldn't do it for me so I went and bought a dye they turned orange oh, no and oh, it was no. a disaster. I did not look anything like Britney Spears. But I know you obviously need to pay a little bit of money if you want to go down that road. I think you would have looked great as Britney, to be honest. I mean, toxic, that was a, a very, very hot look. But yeah, you do obviously have to spend a lot of money. Um, I mean, some people do different things. Some people might just colour their hair. But I go to the extreme. I've had um, over 15 plastic surgery procedures. I'm always getting like vampire facials, skin whitening. So it's a lot of maintenance. I've been doing it for seven years, but I'm I'm very close to perfecting my look, so I'm I'm much happier and more confident than I used to be. Now, where did this come from? Um, do you know I used to live in Korea, so I I basically I fell in love with uh, BTS and Jimin and all the different K-pop stars. I just wanted to model myself on someone that I thought was beautiful and perfect. So I happened to choose at the time Jimin. I said, right, he's got a beautiful jawline, the most beautiful nose, cute lips. And I thought, let me go with him. So I went into the doctor, showed him a picture. I was like, can you make me look like this? And it went wrong. <laughs> the first time <laughs> oh, it went no. wrong. So I know it was it was really botched. I mean, I had a silicone implant and it went wonky. So um, and then I had to do multiple nose jobs. I had five nose jobs since then. I've had my jaw 
jawbone shaved, my cheek shaved, my chin. Um, you know, I've done a lot of things. I've done my eyes. I've had my eyelids um, made smaller to replicate this. But, you know, it's a lot of work and I have had some botched procedures. You know, I was on the American show Botched as well to try and get help and they even said no to me. So, you know, I've kind of... I've gone through a lot to get where I am, but, um, you know, he's just someone that idolized. Like you said, Sasha, you've idolized Britney. I mean, you didn't go all the way like I did, but, I mean, you know, everyone's got an idol and everyone wants to kind of look like someone they aspire to be like, like Angelina Jolie or Kim Kardashian. I think that's the, the new one at the moment, Kim Kardashian. But how much money altogether have you spent on these surgeries? Well, I mean, in terms of all the surgeries and the filler, the Botox, the facials, it's about 150000 over the last seven years. And that's just like the actual procedures. And I've spent lots of money on all the designer clothes, you know, to have the matching clothes to gym in. Um, and then I make my own music as well. So that obviously costs a lot to make the music videos, the songs and stuff. But, you know, it's all worth it because it's, it's changed me as a person. It's made me super happy. And, you know, everyone knows BTS, um, how beautiful they are, how talented they are. And they've, they've even got their new single out at the moment. And I just think it's, it's nice to have someone to you'd be inspired by I mean obviously I'm a bit extreme compared to people but I don't know it just it makes me happy you know all this money I feel like it's just an investment there's always you know two sides I think well at least two sides to this kind of uh, situation or this this debate on the one hand it's your body you can do absolutely whatever the hell you want to do with it you know you can spend all the money you can have all the procedures you're not harming anyone or anything happy days do what you want but on the other hand I'm sure people have said to you you don't you don't need to do all of this and that you're you're perfectly fine and you're perfectly good the, the way you are like what do you, I'm sure you've gotten some criticism from some people and what would you say to people who, who would kind of be telling you not to do these surgeries or that you, you shouldn't need to do these to be happy I mean everyone is like against me doing the surgeries like my family my friends all the people online my fans you know they but people want to see me happy but it's always a drama like every time I get surgery I keep it secret from my family friends I just tell one friend and then I come home as a surprise I have the bandages removed and I'm like hey I've just changed my face and it never ever goes down well and, um, you know, people just don't get it because I, you know, I don't encourage people to go out and get loads of surgery, but I encourage people to do something that uh, they feel will change their life and make them confident. So I always explain to people that object to what I'm doing, look, this has really transformed my life. Having this new image has really changed me as a person and it's, it's given me a new lease of life. And um, that's, you know, the circumstance where I tell people, look, surgery is good for certain situations. I don't recommend, you know, young people to go out and change their nose just like that. But if it's something that's really affected them, maybe they've been bullied or they've never felt good enough about their nose, you know, then I say, okay, maybe think about it very hard and then go do the surgery. But yeah, people still don't get it. You know, actually speaking of that, I think if it was the question was put to everybody, they'd change or they'd want to change at least one thing about themselves. But I guess it's a fine line between if you did change... Talking about their surgery... Yeah, there's something that is annoying you and then suddenly you get that done and you love it and then you think, mm. oh, actually, I wouldn't mind bigger boobs and then you want to get bigger boobs. Does it just mm. continue on and on or are you ever kind of sitting there going, right, I'm happy with how I look now? I mean, I can't lie and say it doesn't because to be honest, every time I get surgery, I always want more. So, I mean, that's what everyone kind of says about surgery. Once you start, you just can't stop. And I do agree with that. It's like I've had five noses now I'm always wanting to change things and it is like an addiction in a way but it's an addiction that can really improve your life and I do feel like it is an an investment in yourself because you know obviously there's so much emphasis in society we have magazines where everyone has to look perfect you know all the k-pop stars look perfect people have to look this is this is the perception anyway that people have to look a certain way to kind of succeed in certain fields like the entertainment industry and there is a lot of pressure out there for young people but um I mean I do feel like it does 
certainly help with, with self-confidence. And I think that's the most important thing with surgery is all about improving your self-esteem and making you happy and not worrying about what other people think of you. It's just about what you want to feel like and what you want to look like. Would you, you've spent obviously a huge amount of money on, you know, shaping yourself and shaping your image. And, you know, if you're in the entertainment industry. Sadly, it's uh, it's how you look and, and not anything else. But have you mm. ever, um, would you ever, do you think, have been as happy as you are now? Because you sound happy and confident and full of life and energetic. And, you know, you sound mm. like fairly well together kind of person <laughs> i'm not obviously a psychoanalyst here now i <laughs> could really you. tell over a 10 minute conversation but like yeah. have you ever you said that that has helped you know the outside in approach changing how you look has helped how you felt inside but would, would you have ever have been happy without the surgery like did you ever think about maybe trying to figure out why you weren't happy beforehand you know what if i hadn't done this surgery i would be a different person now and i would be a very unhappy person because i was just always always uh insecure about my image and you know i used to get bullied at all at school but i just i was never happy when i'd look in the mirror so if i hadn't done all of that i certainly wouldn't be doing the k-pop music now i certainly wouldn't be working in the entertainment industry doing what i love best so i would have been a different person and my life would have turned out very differently so it's interesting how something you know which people you know don't really place too much emphasis on sometimes like looks you know it's more important what you are like inside but in this instance i feel like the looks have changed me inside and out and just made me succeed in everything I'm doing and um, it's just given me a new lease of life and it's it's given me lots of opportunities having this look because now I'm happy I'm confident whereas before I was so shy I wouldn't you know I would be too scared to even say hi to someone like I was that shy so you know I'm not a shallow person at all but you know in some instances I do feel it doesn't matter what other people think but if you feel like you're beautiful and you feel like you're perfect then you will succeed in life because you're going to have that confidence that happiness that energy Whereas if you're living in almost like a shell, you're, you know, always insecure and worried about other people, you're you're never going to really achieve what you want in life. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And in terms of the surgeries, right, so I know kind of the basic, you know, the bum lift, the Brazilian bum lift and the cheek fillers and all that kind of stuff. But what's the strangest procedure that you've had done or the most unusual? Um, to be honest, I've done quite a few strange things that would shock people. I've done, um, I recently, just before lockdown, I had... Um, this plasma and laser and needle go into my eyelids, burning my eyelid skin off to make my eyes slightly smaller so it's more like Jamin's. Um, and that's actually part of um, an upcoming BBC Free show that I'm on coming out next few weeks so you can actually see the procedure happening. And it was quite shocking because, you know, you could see the burning flesh, you could see the smoke coming out my eyelids. And that was very important. I know, it was very, I mean, the, the presenter had to walk out, it was that bad. But like, it, 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 and I, if I would, if I would have blinked, you know, it could have gone wrong. But the doctor was amazing. But um, I've also had last year, I had my mouth cut open. So you know, my mouth was cut open, and my jawbone was shaved down, um, and my chin bone was cut off, and it's reattached with titanium screws and brackets. And I also had my uh, the side of my face opened up, and had my cheekbones shaved down to make my face more symmetrical. So, I mean, if anyone's listening at home, that's obviously very shocking and makes a lot of yeah. people squeamish. It kind of makes me squeamish as well. But, you know, you know, when you do surgery, you're asleep unless it's, you know, non-surgical. I mean, my eye procedure was, I was awake. I had obviously anesthetic on my face, but it was uh, like a non-surgical procedure. But that was probably the most shocking thing to watch, you know, to, to be awake and to like feel that burning and you could smell the burning flesh like that was very weird you know i'm sure i'm going to be putting a lot of people off right now <laughs> getting any procedures. but um you know it's just um it's i know i do some shocking things but it's really made me happy and um 
that's all it's about at the end of the day. So I, I would, you know, I wouldn't necessarily encourage people to go out and run to a clinic and do something. But I would say, look, if you think this is going to change your life and if you've really thought long and hard about making a change to yourself, then go out and do do it because the benefits, you know, will be with you for your whole life. I mean, I can't argue with that. You do sound mm-hmm. very confident. And again, no pressure on anyone if they're questioning whether they should get a surgery or not. Obviously, you've just told us the horrifying side effects to it <laughs> and things can go wrong as well. But where yeah. are you going from here? Well, I mean, like you said earlier, so like once you do one thing you just can't stop and there's still plenty of things on my mind um but i'm planning to obviously the coronavirus makes things difficult but i'm planning to go back to korea very soon and work on my k-pop music over there do lots of tv shows promote my music and promote my love of korea but um there are still more procedures i need to do um i need to get my veneers in korea and then i also need to have a facelift as well so it's kind of like never ending but it's like you know now i'm 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 getting a little bit older than i was before so it's like you know it's all about maintenance now it's like i'm i'm very happy with what i've got now it's just maintaining it and keeping this image so I can continue doing my K-pop music and continue being happy. Do you think, because obviously it sounds, you know, it's similar to when people get tattoos, they get one and then they're like, oh, I might get another one and then it snowballs and then they have a full sleeve and then they have a neck tattoo and then they're like, my God, they're they're splitting yeah. their tongue in the middle and they have uh, lizard eyes and it's just, oh, it's God, just mad. Do you... Well, I'm, I'm not going to tell you Yeah, fingers... Well, if you can, if you want, happy days. But do you ever, yeah. like, worry that the fact that you're now, you know, looking forward to eat more and more and more in the maintenance do you ever worry that you've maybe taken it too far or worry that you might wind up taking it too far and going down this road too much? Yeah, I mean, I've had some procedures in the past that were really botched. You know, I've had some procedures where I thought, oh my God, maybe I'm not going to wake up from this. When I had um, I had liposuction and gynecomastia, which is basically removing all the fat from my chest. Like, you know, when some guys have man boobs, like you have all that removed. And mm. that experience, but I actually did that in Armenia, which is um, in the middle of nowhere. It's in the Middle East. And that was very, very scary. And I thought, you know, after that, I thought, oh, my God, I actually could have died. Like, I couldn't speak. I couldn't move for, like, days. I couldn't even reach for a glass of water. It was that bad. And my friend was luckily there. I wasn't going to bring my friend, but I, I changed my mind last minute. I was like, please fly with me. And if my friend wasn't there, you know, the nurses were checking on me, but not that often. So, you know, I wouldn't have had access to the water. You know, I could have died. I could have had a complication. So... There's certainly risks I've done in the past, which I wouldn't repeat now from experience. And it is risky business, you know. The the main risk is actually the anaesthetic. So some people can have a a reaction to the anaesthetic. So that's really the main risk. And obviously, you've got the risk of a full uh, procedure being a bit botched or not going well. Because, you know, a lot of people that get a nose job will go for another one just because it's not right. You know, it's very, very hard and specific to get the right procedure. So I guess that's also why people get addicted is because, you know, once they see that change, they think, okay, that's nice, but it's not what I wanted. Let me do it again. And then it'll be like, oh, let me change this. Let me change that. So it is kind of a snowball effect. I mean, hopefully I won't be like cutting my tongue off and piercing it like the lizard man. But, I'm, but you know, <laughs> there's still things um, that I would like to, to do. But I've just learned, you know, to be more careful and more selective with, um, I mean, I've got the best doctor now in Korea, but, you know, I would say to anyone listening, like, if you really are thinking of doing something, just find the right doctor, you know, I've gone for doctors that I found on Instagram before and it's turned out to be a very bad idea. So just do your research, check the reviews online. It's great to see if you can see some before and after pictures that um, a customer has reviewed from the clinic. Um, maybe even reach out to, the, to the, someone that's left a review and just ask them about their experience because it is so important 
find the right doctor and um, find someone that has the experience because you don't want it to go wrong because then you just have to keep correcting it. Very good advice. Uh, thanks a million, by the way, for taking the time to talk to us. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's been a pleasure. But just before we let you go, uh, I know you've released your own music and you've got your own profiles online. Where is the best place to, to connect with you? Um, well, my Instagram is London Ollie, and then I've got my uh, all my K-pop music videos on Ollie London Vivo on YouTube and I have my brand new single Troubled, uh, which is coming out uh, next month. So I'm just uh, filming that at the moment, but it's going to be a very colourful, very cute and very fun K-pop music video. And I've also got a Kim Kardashian lookalike in the video as well. So that's uh, something (laughs) to look out for. (laughs) Brilliant. Well, thanks a million for taking the time to talk to us. Oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Have a great day, guys. Thank you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.